0: Hey, what's going on champs? I'm Aaron Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrants Life podcast. My podcast is about immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. It's April and we're already in the second quarter of the year. And this pandemic is still hitting us like ocean waves. But that's not gonna stop me from feeling good, and I hope you share the same sentiment. Because I like the month of April. Spring is in full swing flowers are blooming, the wildlife is singing. It's a great month. Also, it's my late grandpa's birthday month and it's the birthday month of my mom as well. So I think those are pretty good reasons to celebrate April. How about you? What's your opinion about April or this year or on anything? Let me know. You can contact me at An Immigrant's Life on Instagram, Facebook, and you can also send me an email at life at yahoo.com. I'm looking forward to your messages. All right, let me talk about the episode quickly. I had a fun and entertaining chat with a young millennial. And though his story gets sad at times, I can't help but admire this young dude's drive and positive outview in life. And I think we all should take some cue from him. So without further ado... Let's get into the show. Issa Delawa Tatlo. Today we have a very special guest. He's an actor, a content creator, and award-winning filmmaker. Everyone, please welcome Zariel Marcus.
1: Hello everyone. I am Zariel Marcus, a content creator. I make videos to motivate and inspire people. If you want to check my videos, you can search Zariel Marcus at Apple and my YouTube. That's gonna be mm. all.
0: All right, perfect. I want to say thank you for coming on the podcast, Ariel. My pleasure. You good? Oh yeah. How's your day? Oh, not
1: so good. Very well, stressing, as always. <laughs> what's wrong? Well, I don't know. It's just like, like I was like worrying a video that I'm going to edit tomorrow, and then like stress that is coming up, like stress that is coming up that I, what is this um, like I'm accepting a job from a company and I'm not sure how bloody it will be because it says it's gonna it's he said that it's gonna be big
0: Hmm. Yeah. exciting
1: it is exciting and I hope it's gonna help me
0: <laughs> it will help you whatever things you do will help you because you're gonna learn something from it yep totally right? So don't worry about it. You're going to be okay. Yep. That's Trust. what I That's what I noticed from you is you worry too much.
1: Yep. I am an overthinker. <laughs> I overthink. That's
0: okay. Just don't go over. I'll try. You know? So, Zeriel, where were you from originally?
1: I am originally from... Tawagan Norte, Labangan Zamboanga del Sur, part of Mindanao. Hmm. And
0: what was it like to live in Mindanao?
1: Oh, what was it like to live in Mindanao? Well, for me, it's like there's like a lot of freedom. Hmm. Um, it's like I'm not forbidden to go out, except when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And a lot, there's gonna be like a lot. You will meet a lot of friendly people around you. And the environment is very welcoming, and also, like, I live near, like, in a small city, like the Pagadian City.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And well, at the same time, the that uh, my home place is like dangerous because mm. like there's like a lot of killing, a lot of conflicts in our places, like especially when it comes to politics, and. I think sometimes that killing is all about like love thingy. What do you mean? Like love, like for example, like there's like you know, like teenagers, like adults have like search for love thingy, and then, and then there's like a lot of, what is this? Uh, conflicts between that lot love. It's like, it's like there's like I don't know what's the word uh English for cabet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mistress.
1: Yeah, mistress. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> and then when they find out, just like kill people. Yeah. That happens a lot in our places. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the
0: Filipino way. We're very yeah. passionate. Totally. So it's normal
1: in your, in your area to have killings like that. Oh yeah. So just like before six p.m., you should be home, because like my genpa- like my grandparents, like the the one who's what is this, my guardian when I was like young. They're like they freak out when I was if I'm not home by 6 p.m
2: because
1: mm. that's because when 6 p.m turns it like everything's going dangerous.
0: oh yeah is there um actually before we move on I just want to say for the listeners Mindanao where Zeriel is from is the southern part of the Philippines It's probably the most beautiful part of the Philippines however unfortunately like Zeriel says there's a lot of crime in that area. So it's not really famous for tourists. Is that correct?
1: Maybe. I'm. I'm not sure because, like, I never been places in Mindanao, but I know there's like a lot of beautiful spots in Mindanao. I think it's a tur- like a tourist spot too.
0: Yeah, it is a tourist spot. However, as we know, Mindanao is home to the Muslim rebels. Yes. Right. Are you close to that area, or is it far enough?
1: It is Yeah, we're kind of close. We're kind of close. Like remember like when the time like um, Marawi was like ISIS, I think Mm -hmm. we were close in that. And there's like we're forbidden to go out because like like even in the city, there's like a lot of posters about this wanted like terrorists. And it was like afraid you're just going to be shot out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So we're just like like hiding in our place. And then we're not like going anywhere because just for our safety
0: wow how do you feel growing up in that
1: area it was fun but at the same time it was hard Just there's like a lot of rules and there's like a lot of fun too mm. it wasn't easy though
0: yeah it's not so also mindanao is a place that has a lot of muslims and christians living together are you muslim yep. or are you christian
1: i am a christian
0: Mm-hmm. but you have a lot of friends that are muslim yeah in philippines not in mm. here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and do you find it pointless what they're fighting against or do you have some sympathy for what they're fighting
1: for i think it's both it's just like i don't know like their side like the full story because you know news and stuff you don't believe all of it cuz sometimes it's fake sometimes it's real Cause I'm not sure what I'm going to believe. Mm-hmm. That's all. So I like feel sympathy and like pointless at the same time.
0: I understand. But um, so being a millennial, did you still play traditional Filipino games?
1: Yes, a lot. Mm-hmm. I never grew like with like using technologies and stuff from kinder until high school. It was pretty fun. Good thing I didn't live in a technology before.
0: So you had a lot of freedom, but is there a curfew in your place?
1: No, until they, no, they didn't implement. I don't know if the martial law implement a curfew, but in my family, there's always a curfew, <laughs> but I don't follow it. <laughs>
0: nobody does. Yeah, nobody does. Until you get beat.
1: No, I didn't get beat. I just like get scolded all the time and I'm used to it. You didn't get beat. Lucky guy. Mm, never once. Oh, wait. Yeah, I did once. But I don't want to talk about that. That's okay. Cause... That's okay.
0: <laughs> You're a lucky guy. <laughs> so did you have a good high school in the
1: Philippines? Only totally, Yes, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. why? It was the best for me. Oh. Uh, because i met a lot of people like like friends i, mean, I don't know i still do, like in high school when i was like in high school in the philippines i don't know about love about life i just like <laughs> still do a lot of freedom it's just like um being a bad boy i just like just like skip school playing mm. video games <laughs> computer uh, computer shops. yeah that would be all it's just like skipping school and just like Like, think all this stuff. I never done smoking and drinking.
0: Have you drank before or? I can't answer that. Okay, that's okay. (laughs) I can't answer that. I know the answer, but you don't have to answer. (laughs) So, after high school, did you go to college in the Philippines?
1: Yeah. I was like an irregular student. Because when my mom starting to like petition, like... To like she's planning to bring us in Canada. Mm. So I was like, so it was like, like being a bad boy. It's like, and, like I put my, uh, like in another level, mm. in another level. So when I knew that I'm going to the field, going to Canada, I was like thinking, nah, it's cool. I'm just going to play games all day, Dota 2. I was like, just like, it was like, I'm going to school now. And then I'm not going, actually, I'm like going to the computer shop, playing Dota 2 all day with my friends
2: mm-hmm. it was like
1: i i did take it for two years
0: mm-hmm.
1: i wasted two years did you finish it no it is like four years in there and i didn't even i didn't even survive programming <laughs> but that <laughs> was but i know that was the that was like the first like the first step of knowing of knowing how to make videos mm. That was, like, the first part of it. It's like, like I was introduced to make animation, like mm-hmm. cartoon, but I'm not good at it. But it was very entertaining for me.
0: Mm-hmm. You, so you enjoyed it, but you didn't want to do it?
1: Yeah, cause because I, like, lack of material thingy. Like, I don't have the things that I don't have, like, camera and stuff. Like, the equipment that I needed. Mm-hmm. And... And then for the third year, I shifted because <laughs> I was failing IT. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is embarrassing. I'm just gonna shift." And then I t- like changed my course to accounting.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did accounting
1: when, and then I tried to be like serious to my study. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a subject that is really really hard. It's like the law. You need to memorize law. <laughs> okay. Good. Yes, it's just like like basic laws that you need. And then it was pretty boring <laughs> so I end up skipping <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. again yes okay that's okay I did the same thing <laughs> I did the same yeah. thing I, I, I completely understand when you said oh you know what I'm coming to Canada anyway why am I gonna be serious I won't be use it in Canada anyway because when I get to Canada I'm gonna start school yeah. and then that's when I'm gonna be serious yeah but I regret that all when I came here <laughs> It's okay. It's going to be, make you a better person. I regret it too. So, you mentioned that your mom came here in Canada first. Yes. How long did it take her to bring you guys?
1: I think I would say approximately four, uh, three to four years. Because mm-hmm. there's just like a lot of conflict that she was facing. Especially, I don't know if it is was if it is involved like like the killing of Canadian like happened in the Mindanao. Mm. Yeah, they beheaded one Canadian, and then I heard that that all of the applicants from Philippines can all canceled, like put on hold. So I was I wasn't sure about that, but that was that I I heard that.
0: Yeah, that happened to us too. Yeah, when we were coming here. We're applying and then the one of the rebels in the Philippines decided to bomb the US Embassy. Ooh. So everything closed. And oh, yeah, so we had to wait for like a year or so. And then when they opened up, all our documents were expired. Ooh. So we had to uh, redo them again.
1: That's a lot of paperwork and like money to go wasted again.
0: Mm-hmm. You know Philippines. <laughs> yeah, a lot of conflicts, a lot of fun too. Is Canada the first country that your mom
1: migrated to? No. She been a lot in. Uh, she been in like a lot of country because she, she's a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Like she's been in Kuwait, Qatar, like more in Arab countries. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you grew up without her.
1: Yes, for. 18 years. But she like came home like every two years. But yeah. sometimes she don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, every every two years for a month.
1: Yeah.
0: It was the same for me. So obviously you miss your mom. But do you understand that there's a goal that she's trying to achieve for you and
1: the family? No, I didn't. Because I was like really young and I didn't even care about the world. She was <laughs> like, go with the flow. Go with the flow. So you don't miss her at all? I miss her every time she leaves, but like when like she's gone for like a week, I just like totally forgotten about it. Mm. And then when she calls, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Do you remember how old were you when she first left?
1: I'm not really sure about that. I think four. Mm, that's I'm not sure why. if it is four.
0: So it makes sense because you grew up. She's not really there yeah no right so there was no attachment i'm assuming now there's attachment but then you're like you're so used to she's not there
1: yes i like we're used to it like she was not there
0: but uh, i gotta give props to your grandma and grandpa for raising a good man and understanding respect towards your mom
1: oh yeah totally you know because like we've been raised in a christian way it's like because mm. like like every day I go to church. <laughs> every <laughs> day? Yeah, not, not every day, like every Sunday okay, in every the day. Philippines. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> my
0: bad. It's all good. So when your mom finally
1: petitioned you to come to Canada,
0: did you come with someone or were you by yourself?
1: No, I come with someone with my dad and my sister.
0: Mm. When did you arrive?
1: March 28, 2018. Where do you live now? In Halifax, Nova Scotia.
0: Mm, it's beautiful there.
1: The place, yes. <laughs> what
0: that what's that supposed to mean?
1: Um about people? I would say, um nah, I'm not sure. What do you mean? It's <laughs> like some people in Canada just like I'm not sure. I hope I'm I, it, I hope it's just me. It's like sometimes like the other people don't feel empathy. Mm. Like they just like they easily get rid of like people in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we'll would say that, but I hope I'm wrong. Okay.
0: What do you mean by that? Like, is it prejudice towards you or their prejudice towards just whoever?
1: No, 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 no. It's like they're being picky. To choose, like, to be their friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like they're being picky who to love. Mm,
0: I I understand. I see your point. Yes. Yeah, they're just... Because they have options. They know they have options. It's not like in the Philippines, we're all welcoming. Everyone's welcome. Them, they're very different. They're very solitary, very independent. And they really choose who they want to be with. Yeah, totally. You know? So... Can you think of times when you have felt unwelcome as an immigrant?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was in a library in here, and there's like, I would not say their ethnicity, just like three, not young adults, uh, three teenagers, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah three teenagers, like, being racist towards me. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Like, Towards me because there's like conflict between Filipino and I can say it, <laughs> but like, there's like a conflict between say it. what Arab.
0: It's oh, like okay. Filipino
1: and Arab. There's like conflict in our school. Really? Yes. And when I was in the library, I was like, like there's like three Arabs, like being so racist to me. And uh, I felt so bad. Just like they they just like, they told me that I don't belong here, that Filipinos are dumb, idiot. And they tell me that I, that I, they told me, like go of orange and it was like so shocked and then there is like one person that even spit in my head oh that was very upsetting and you know the only thing that I did is like I just like ignored them
0: you didn't throw hands
1: no I didn't because i'm not I'm not I'm not that person that that start the fight like I never been in a fight serious fight like
2: mm.
1: I never like like go and rage like totally rage like like what wh- why did you do that i just i don't do that it's just like just like totally ignore it like avoiding avoiding problems and fights mm. that's what i do cuz even though when i was young i don't know how to fight back
0: mm. the christian yeah. way
1: yes and they were taller than me <laughs> they were taller than me so no chance but
0: i'm gonna tell you now that that's the best way you just walk away because, you yeah. know, I mean, I got into fights, but now I look at those times that I got into fights, fight and I tell myself that's stupid. I didn't have to do that. But I'm sorry to hear that you had to go through that. Yeah. Did you tell anyone after that?
1: No, because especially my friends, like uh, what do you call that? Barkada in school. I don't tell them because I know when I told them there's going to be a big fight that's going to happen hmm so that's why i keep it hidden Mm -hmm. until i graduated and then one of my friend asked me asked me because someone told them that what happened in the library and then Mm. then i admitted and then and then he asked why i didn't tell because i'm avoiding problems because i don't want you guys like to do some stupid things just for uh like not a reasonable reason just like to have a good like a fight i just Mm -hmm. like i think a good talk will do
0: Mm-hmm. And did you guys talk to the guys?
1: No, I was like graduated, so hmm.
0: we so go in our anymore. separate ways. I just want to go back quickly. What what was the
1: conflict about between the Filipinos and the Arabs? Oh, it's like a, my a Philippi, like a friend of mine just started a fight, and I'm not re, I'm not. I don't know what's the root of the problem, but you know, like being prideful just mm-hmm. like they want to be like the boss of that place mm-hmm. so they so i think that's where the fight started, like the conflict started because they want like to be the, to be the king of that place and whatever and then so that's i think that's the route for so it's for, high school i think yeah it's high school
0: yeah so let's go back a little bit quickly when you landed in nova scotia how did you find life
1: in canada pretty interesting because when i first because when i first like get out like get out of the airport i felt the cold <laughs> and it was like pretty exciting it's like my it's like because i like cold too mm. it was like pretty pretty good and then at the same time i was like thinking that like this is gonna be a new life this is gonna be a new opportunity and i'm gonna do good in here really and I hope that this new life will treat me nicely. Mm.
0: But, but you said you had a good life in the Philippines other than the conflicts with the, you know. Pardon? How How could you say that I hope this new life will treat me nicely even though you had a good life already?
1: I, I expect more in Canada because they said Canada is like, it's freedom. There's going to be like a lot of independence, mm-hmm. independent stuff and then... Like you could do anything. There's no curfew. It's safe. <laughs> yes. It's like I was like thinking like I want to go for a walk in three a.m. in the mm. middle of the road. And it's safe. It is safe.
0: Yeah, I I know. It's it's nice. It's calming.
1: It is, it is calming. Yeah. It's very quiet. It's like you're not even allowed to shout.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the first thing I noticed here. The the deafening silence it was so quiet even now sometimes i've been living here for a long time and i still sometimes catches myself like it's quiet
1: yeah and i hate it why because i'm used to like loud noises at the philippines like every time i woke up Mm. my auntie my grandma (laughs) shouting in the morning wake up you got you guys don't have a maid (laughs) You guys don't have I mean. them. It was like hearing, um, also hearing a uh, a chicken. Mm-hmm. What do roosters. you call that? Yeah, roosters. I don't know.
0: Dogs, tricycles. Yeah, dogs. Yeah, everything. The neighbor yelling at their kids, yeah. beating the crap out of them.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, I was like used to it every morning, like, every day. And then when I got here, it's totally, it's totally different. Mm, but it was nice, right? Not for me. I feel like I've been isolated. It's like I've been shut out of my real world. Mm. It's like changing everything that I'm used to is not easy.
0: Yeah. That was, that was hard. When you arrived, did you have do you have cousins here? I got one only. Mm. So you didn't have anyone. You didn't have friends. You didn't have anyone to confide with.
1: No, for the first month of I was here in Canada. I I was like only in this apartment, um, <laughs> playing video games, Facebook, YouTube. It was like, you know, Wi-Fi's too strong. <laughs> Wi-Fi's, Wi-Fi's really strong. You don't you don't you don't experience that every day. Mm-hmm. So And I bet you were very homesick. Totally. It was like pretty homesick. It was like to me and my sister.
0: Hmm. What did you do? When you were homesick,
1: I don't know. i was just like playing video games. That's all, cause, cause I don't know how to social when I was here, and that's all. Play video games, music, Facebook, YouTube. That's all I did for one month. But sometimes I like I try to explore like nearby neighbors, so just like walking, mm-hmm. and then like I never experience. Like, the trail. <laughs> the trail all the time. It's like, what there's like a trail. And then when I did walk there, it was like pretty scary. Oh, I'm not going to die. I'm going to die here. It's like the same with the movie Wrong Turn. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, someone's going to stab me here. I'm going to go back. But no one's going to kill you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like I said, I overthink, so.
0: <laughs> no, I know. But that's just PTSD from living in the Philippines. I still have that. I yes. still don't walk... At night, because, again, PTSD, you think that someone's going to hurt you. Something yeah, bad's going to happen, right? Even though I see people here at 12 midnight, they're still walking in the woods. So, who was the most helpful person
1: in those early days? Well, I think uh, my mom. <laughs> yeah, guess she's the only one knows this place. Mm-hmm. And then... I got an aunt before she, like, go to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Like, she helps me, too. Like, she brings us to places, to places. It was pretty good. Uh, What else? Just, like, my mom just, like, um, want me to start working, too. Like, Mm. so for me, like, just start socializing, too. Mm. And did you? Oh, yes, totally. Mm. My 10, 10... Socializing skill is really good. <laughs> I talk to strangers out of nowhere. Really? Yeah, it's like, "Hi, strangers, what's up? I'm Dario Mark. Nice to meet you." I That's like, awesome. That.
0: Good for you. So, your friends are they mostly Filipinos or are they mixed?
1: Mixed. Because when I was in school, I was like more, more in like when it's having friend, having white friends, like having other races to like to meet than mm. Filipino because mm-hmm. I know eventually that I'm going to meet them in the future because you know because I notice like like whites, blacks, Arabs they don't like they're not used to like introducing yourself they, they're they not used to be being socialized so I like sometimes I, like, I do the first moves
0: mm. that's good for you so you told me one quote from you is being nice means you are flirting
1: oh yeah totally being nice that's a culture shock for me in here Hmm. being nice is like flirting in here so what i'm gonna say about that is like a lot a lot of friends
2: Hmm.
1: friends when it comes to that because like you know filipinos are caring loving and they always think each other but when you do that to a white person or other races, I'm not sure about Asians because I'm not sure about Asians. Hmm. I would say I would go with the white and black because hmm. when you do that kind of friendship, because if you're going to ask like "How are you? How are you doing?" that's gonna be a sign of flirting to them. And then, and then if you're if you're not like showing what is this? If you're not showing assurance that you like them or like you want like you want to be like you want that person to be your girlfriend or boyfriend it's like they're gonna think that you're stalking (laughs) it was pretty hard i lost a lot of people because because like some friends like they just like asked me just like um do you like do you like this bird do you like this person yeah you like this person because i've seen that you've been so caring to this person and you guys like been hugging every day when you go to school Hmm. and it's like i said like no i'm just like uh, being a caring friend and then for the next day you're not friends you're not friends it was Mm -hmm. pretty hard
0: so it broke their heart
1: yeah because for me um friendship is more than a treasure
0: Hmm. wow yeah that's heavy so you mentioned culture shock what else shocked you in canadian life
1: oh there's a lot of culture shock in here Hmm. um Let's say they're um the people in here in Canada are so nice. You hear a lot, thank you. Like you're welcome. Have a good day. They're always like do that. There's like like amazing people. Like Mm. they're gentle. They're they're very helping too.
0: How did you react when they start saying thank you to you?
1: Um, which is like it's just like it's really good in the heart, yeah. kiss,
0: Because
1: in the Philippines, I do that all the time. Like, so, like thank you, salamat. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time, and then when you hear that giving, like they're giving it back to you, and then you're just like giving it back to them. It's like it, it feels really good. Mm. It feels like I I really want to be nice for the rest of my life. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're a good guy. Yeah. What else? What else? Um. Okay. Um. I'm calling you when like older people call you honey, sweetheart, love. (laughs) (laughs) In the Philippines, you only call that if if that person is your love of your life. Mm In here, it was like, I was like really shocking. Like, call me like love. Sweetheart, what? What? Are you in love with me? So I asked like one of my friends, what do you guys call me that way? And then they like they told me it's like they're like nicknames when they don't know your name.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they do that all the time. So what else? Um, I was like, health care is free. So sometimes I was just want to think, oh, if I get an accident, I'm not gonna worry about my health. It's gonna be covered by my health care. And I was like, if I get sick, I don't care. <laughs> it's like that thinking. Okay. Yeah, you want fine. more? Go on. Okay. The um, one here, this, the culture shock for me is, like, I think I think everybody does have it. Not all in country. Like, this place is, like, so diverse. So very diverse. I really like that. Like, you, you can see a lot of Asian cuisine foods everywhere. That, I would say. I'm not sure if there's going to be, like. Mm. I'm not. I never tasted black food before. <laughs> I don't know what's there. There's no black food. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> there's Jamaican Are you food. Like, there's like white. There's food, African like, food, but there's no black food. <laughs> oh my bad. My bad.
1: <laughs> like sometimes when I use the word black, it feels like for me it's like being racist. No, it's not. So like sometimes it's racial, like, but not racist. Oh, because sometimes like when I asked. Uh, when i talk to a person that is black uh, i don't know how to like say uh, how how should i call you how should i how should i approach you in a good manner because like the word is for me is like being racist
0: call their names if you don't you know their names no <laughs> if, they, I if, know their names. if you oh. know their, if you don't know their name just say mister or
1: or hey yeah. sir also, like the, the most You don't like have to coach. say,
0: "Hey, black guy." <laughs>
1: no, I can't. you gonna it. get punched in the That's face. That's
0: racist.
1: <laughs> okay. Also, like using N word. Oh, okay. Because in Philippines, I always hear that, and I admit that I oh, use. Oh, where? In Philippines, I admit that I use N word when I was in the Philippines, and I don't even know. What's the meaning of it? And when I got here, good thing I didn't say those, I didn't say the that <laughs> word. Yes, good word. And then when I heard like the word, like the the N word means like uh racist, a uh, racist to them. I was like really shocked. So mm-hmm. I'll be like, I've been using that for like my whole life when I was in the Philippines, thing, And now. And now I stand for it. Like every time that I heard some Filipinos that say the N-word, I was like, mm. dude, you're, no, you're not black. Stop being racist. Mm. Even though there's no black around here.
0: Mm. I don't know if you know about something about history in the Philippines. They, Filipinos did that too. The, it, the Spanish, they used to call us Indio. Means native. I never know about that. So that's a derogatory word for Filipinos. That's like our N-word. Oh. Okay? So what's the meaning of Indio? Indio means a native. But Jose Rizal and some of the heroes back then, the revolutionary heroes, they actually called themselves Indio to show the Spanish to take away the power of the word from the Spanish. So that's what the black people are doing. That's why they use the word towards
1: each other. Oh. Now, I'm confused if that's in, the indie word is good or not because well, I never heard that like for years. Like, I don't know, there's like a racist words for Filipinos. Mm-hmm. It is. That's, this is my first time hearing that. Yeah, you read yeah. some
0: books sometimes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's okay. So, do you have any more culture shock thing?
1: Oh, yeah. Lastly, it's like taking pictures and videos. You need their consent. It's like in the Philippines, you just like, like, hey, selfie, (laughs) groovy, like groovy and stuff. And then you could just like take pictures everywhere, whatever you want. But in here, you need their consent. Mm. And, And if you didn't, they can sue you. Yep. That's that a culture true. shock for me because I was like taking a video in a school and there's like just, like a teacher to me, do you, ha- do you have a permission to take a video? And then I just like, I just, I just told him that I'm just um, taking videos for my filming. And he said like, no, um, like, I don't care. You still need their consent. <laughs> so, okay. I just like stabbed. And then I was like really embarrassed because like, there's like two teachers, <laughs> you know, but for them, it's like uh, invading privacy.
0: I see that point though. It, personally, I don't like people taking pictures of me as well without the consent. Even before in the Philippines, I, I just don't like it. Even though I like taking pictures, I'm a quote unquote amateur photographer, so I respect that too. But I see that well, I see that point.
1: Well, not for me. I'm just like, like take a picture of me, whatever you want. What kind of pose you want? I'll give it to you. <laughs> it's like I do I do it all the time. It's like. I don't want to miss, like, I want to take record of everything of hmm. what I did. Why? Keeping memories. Just like, like, I was just like, guys, I just did this, see this picture? Just like, I got like a thousand pictures, like a thousand videos to in my Google Drive, saving it, even though how stupid it is. And I don't know. Why I is say- it
0: important to you, though, like, keeping memory? Because
1: you'll remember them anyway. Yeah, but not all of it. It's like keeping memories, like an evidence that mm-hmm. that happens. I would say mm-hmm. that, just like like one day, one day, if you got your own family, then you want those pictures in a photo album. Mm-hmm. Just like, like if you're like childrens want to ask a story, like like what happened to like happened to your life, and then you're just gonna like gonna show this picture, like this time happens, like we were enjoying, like giving them lessons too.
2: Hmm.
1: I was saying that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I understand. I'm just trying to think and ponder with about your point of keeping memories because I do have kids Mm -hmm. and I'm half and half with that because sometimes they're doing something funny or cute or whatever. Yeah, I want to take a picture and I want to take a video, but you're missing the moment. You're not looking at them. You're looking through a lens.
1: Oh, yeah, but you don't do that like all the time. You're just like, take like three to five pictures and then that's it Mm -hmm. yeah
0: that's what i do i don't just like like let's say sorry go ahead
1: i'm sorry you don't really like take picture in every move of their like (laughs) whatever thing they do some do (laughs) yeah so
0: speaking of pictures and taking pictures of yourself you said you want to be a successful digital nomad yes can you explain what that means?
1: Digital nomad. It's like uh, a content creator traveling the world. Mm. I want to make videos about people, country. Like I want to share their stories. I want to like, inspire people by the things that I'm doing.
2: Mm.
1: Even like, um, like even like the stupidest thing, you make the trash content into something cooler. Like make something. Um, a lesson of it for example this mouse i would say uh this mouse could move and then it would just like say that or just say that um be like this mouse like he can move everywhere why can't you
0: mm-hmm. i see your point so you're trying to make a parable so that's what you want to do in life
1: oh yes it's like my inspiration is not nice, aline and egan
0: mm-hmm. i want to
1: be like them
0: don't be like them be you
1: yeah, be me. It's just like be uh, like the same be, the same with the job, like being a content creator.
0: Mm. And what have you been doing to be closer to that goal?
1: Um, Trying to be consistent, strict, uh, strict in myself, like schedule everything, mm. like schedule everything and you need to get rid of distractions, which is really hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? I think that's gonna be all, like being straight, you need to control everything. Uh, you need to get unnecessary things. That's all.
0: You mean discipline?
1: yeah, discipline yourself it's in order artist. for you to be like in in order for you to be successful, yeah,
0: that's right. But like, I'm talking about the tangible things that will bring you towards that goal. Like I know I did a quick research about you and I saw that you won a film award in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that?
1: Uh for the like like I won like the uh the uh devour fest film challenge mm. in here in in Halifax uh, in Nova Scotia. Uh that contest was given from my film teacher who helped me to like to what is this? The to, to enhance or discover more of my talent. Mhm is when I was in the Philippines, like I said, I don't have like enough equipment or stuff that, like, just like to start. Cause I've been watching Nas and Aline and Agun, like, uh, when I was young, so, and I was like, I was like really jealous. Like I want, I want to do this too. I want to make stories. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have the equipment that I needed. So I was like, I can't do anything. But when I got here and then, first year, uh, first year in high school, uh when I was like grade eleven in high school in here um uh i did take the filming because because mm. i'm not sure uh, i'm not sure if this it for like at first i'm not sure it, if it's going to be good for me but i was like trying and hoping that for me to discover my real talent like passion and at that time i did and then when my teacher saw that i was like into filming he gave me that contest like like Marcus I'm giving you this contest cuz I can see I can see a young filmmaker I like a future filmmaker and then he wow. gave it to me. It was like really excited. And at first it was like the deadline was like 3 days and then I was like show shopping like, I can't do this cuz I'm really sh- I'm really bad at English too and I don't know how to make good scripts yet. And then and then good news happened. They extended the <laughs> they extended the filmmaking for like two weeks I was like really happy and I worked for the script for one week and then after I made made the videos for their like four days then pass it and then after two days they called me I was like in the snow and like hearing them like hello Zeriel, you just won the contest I say, Say that again, I didn't hear it. (laughs) Say you won the contest. I was like jumping a joy, and there's like a lot of people seeing me and I like I was like like swimming in the snow. (laughs) Like I don't care what you people, I just won. And then it's like I was like very proud of it. So what was the
0: video? What was the subject in the video?
1: Oh, it was about um (laughs) I forgot. It was about food. Hmm. It, it, It was about food, like how food like connect us with other people. Being diverse through food. Mm, that's cool. Yes. That's awesome.
0: So you always wanted to be a filmmaker.
1: Oh, yeah. Other than these guys
0: that you mentioned, Nas and Alain and the other guy. Mm. What inspired you to be a content creator? And when did it start?
1: Well, uh, I was inspired when I saw the first video of Nas. That's okay. all ask is like the main reason why i am a content creator right now and what was the other question oh when did it start oh when did it start so it started when i did take the filming course hmm. i did a lot of films when i was in filming course i did like i did a bullying documentary also like a mother day special video which I love,
0: by the way. I love it. Oh, you, you did watch that. it. Yeah, I told you.
1: <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pretty intense. Like It took us like one month to finish it because it was like, uh, I'm not really good at that time. I was having that hard was time. was pretty good,
0: I'm telling you. Because I showed it Thank to, my, to my, uh, my wife and I said, man, this kid got something. He is pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love I'll the cinematography, <laughs> I love the shots. It was well done. I'm 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 gonna tell you now. Thank you, sir. So what inspired
1: you to make that video? Oh uh, my mom is probably gonna hear this. So I did that. I did that because because it was a true to life story. <laughs> I experienced that when I came here and lived with her hmm. for the first first year of my life in here. Mm-hmm. So I was like so I was like like, I was, like, thinking Mother's Day is coming and I don't have a GIF. Hmm. How about create uh, a film about her? So, I did that. And it, talk- it took a lot. And then I didn't post it in the Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Mother's Day. Uh, I posted it, like, af- like a week <laughs> after the Mother's Day. Why? Because, like, you won't understand. So, that time, I don't have, like, professional lights. I know, as you can see in my video, I sense that in my film it was pretty dark. Uh, and
0: uh, let me just tell you, it's better with no lights.
1: Yeah, but I, I like that
0: you know how it started, there's darkness between mm-hmm. you and your mom. And then at the end of the video, when you guys start, you know, when you the character realized like, oh no, I actually love my mom and then it starts lighting up because you start sh- there's some shots that are outside. There's some in the kitchen. That's pretty good, dude. It's pretty good.
1: Well, I didn't re- even realize that. I was not in the plan <laughs> from dark like to light. I didn't even know notice that.
0: Mm, that's
1: what artists do. You think you like it? Cause my grandfather don't like it. Why? <laughs> she di- he didn't finish the video. He's like like he chatted like Marcus. Why do you hate your mom? Oh. <laughs> goes, I I told her I told him that like. Ronpa, finish the video so you would understand. The like the title is just a catching, fr- like catching phrase. Mm-hmm. Like for it's you, a- like why does this person hate her, hate his mom?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah. say the title of the video?
1: Yeah, it's I hate my mom. It's in my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. serial Marcus. Go watch it, guys.
0: I love it. It's good. Thank I'm you. gonna make a link when I post the episode. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But that, I love that video. And I'm not going to lie. And I want to be honest with you. And like I told you, I'm a fan. I love it when you're you. That's you. When you do Thank the, the, the nasty thing, when the, the hands, the shoulders, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan. I like when you're you. I, I mean, you're young. You'll find your way.
1: Like, hands. Like, that's going to be no problem, too. Like, in gesture stuff. Because, like, it's the same with NAS. How I like, how should I know so I'm not gonna do hand gestures? Like no. how um, how am I like supposed? Like I was like thinking if like they ha- they said like hand gesture is the same with nas. Like how should I change it? No hand gestures at
0: all. No, you just what? have to find your own way. It's not the hand gesture. The hand gesture is no issue. Of course, he is your idol, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You cannot help yourself but copy mm-hmm. his ways. Again. You're young. You're gonna figure it out. When you do, you're gonna be way, way better than him. I can tell you right now. I hope <laughs> you're gonna be good. Be better than him. I hope. But like, I, like going back to my point, when you, when you're you, like that. I love my mom. That's that one is my favorite of all time that have you made. Yeah. Thank you. And it's continue. Like,
1: when I noticed that, like they said, like I they say with that, and I meant that, like my con is like the same with his like the way he he makes videos i was like really like oh like i'm not gonna continue because of this i need to and then and then a friend of mine which is i'm gonna mention it's amy smith Mm. uh a content creator too a content creator and then she shared me his her video about that copycat syndrome Mm. and then she showed me that like um she told in in her video like there's like seven billion people in the world and then we're like it we're in in the advanced world right now and bringing something original or bringing something new to this world is really hard it mm-hmm. takes a lot of time so she said like so 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 far support us mm-hmm. like yeah. support us like for us like to find our ways and and be patient like to bring something good mm-hmm. She said that in her That's video. That's a great point. Like, really, and I said I need to continue.
0: Yeah, you should continue because you're good. You're a good kid. Thank you. you Too got much compliment. Something. Hey, no, no. <laughs> Take it. Just say thank you. I will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, you know what? No. Before I forget, there's a post that you did that I'd really like to talk to you about oh okay <laughs> and that's i want to give you props for it because that takes courage to do and that's the post about pimples
1: ah. <laughs> Why? And all the posts why pimples
0: <laughs> yeah i love it
1: oh yeah i just like i realized that i need to post videos cuz I asked my friends, guys, do I need to continue making videos cuz a lot of pimples are popping out in my face. I'm becoming ugly. I need to be like I need to be perfect in my videos cuz I'm a figure to them and mm-hmm. then they told me no they t- they asked me, are you making the vi- are you making the videos to be famous? So I was like I said like saying no. So he 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 asked, "Oh, why do you make videos? He said, I make videos because I want to educate people. I want to inspire them and motivate them. And then then he said, then what's the problem with your face if that's your goal? So, yeah, I was like, you were totally right. So it was like, then I posted that post about pimples. Because, you know, in the social media world, you can see a lot of beautiful people, handsome. And then, like, they look perfect. Like, they got uh, good skin good face and then it's really like it's pulling you down like your confident like having pimples or something in your face like it's pulling you down like it bringing your confidence like seeing this person like i hope i have this skin too so i could be more confident that i can show myself as perfect i was like thinking that but but i was like thinking um what's my goal is this my goal like just to share videos, just to be perfect, just to show them that I'm really good, or I'm just gonna show it that that I have a good face or whatever. So I on, I like. I stopped thinking in that way. It's like overthinking. So I I posted that pimples just like to prove to people that you can do whatever you want in life, even though what's the status of your like what's the status of your face or whatever you hmm. can do whatever you want. Yes, if you're pursuing for being famous or popularity, that's gonna be hard. Cause everyone who's pursuing popularity, you need like to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure. I'm, I hope I'm talking those all right.
0: Makes sense. But I said I love that you did that because I went through pimples too. I had bad acne. Yeah. And the funny thing was, I was the same age as you actually. When I went through high school, I had, like I said, perfect face, smooth. And then when I moved here to Canada, I don't know what happened, but it just came out and it was really bad. I was depressed.
1: Yeah, same here. It was like it was like for the three first video that I made, like fail big, and then being single, and then dreams that we wanted. I got clear skin in those videos, mm-hmm. and then before I started. The toxic Filipino culture episode one, which is the parenting, I got a lot of pimples in those. It's just like it's really showing. It was like, oh, this is embarrassing. I'm so ugly. And then on it, and then I'm asking friends about that, like to give advice. And then I decided to post that pimples video and then post that video. And mm-hmm. I don't care if the people will say I'm ugly. And I don't care. It's the message that's matter. It's the like. It's like, it's the people who, like who are going to listen matter like what right. they're going to get in that video. I'm not That's promoting cool. skin product in that video. <laughs> so, I'm
0: care. That's good. And I'm just going to say that whoever's listening that has pimples right now, everything's going to be all right. Oh it's, yeah. It's only temporary. It's temporary, and if it's not, like Zerial says, who cares? Just be you, be authentically you. It's your essence that matters, not the looks.
1: Yeah. That time is like, I gain more confidence. Like it builds, starting to build, I'm starting to build a lot of confidence. That's good. You have good friends. Oh yes. I got a lot. I got people that motivates me a lot. (laughs)
0: That's excellent. That's excellent. So you mentioned about your toxic Filipino culture. Where did you get that idea from?
1: Oh, I get that idea because I seen a lot of posts in my Facebook like toxic Filipino culture and, Some of it I can relate. Hmm. So like I want to make a video of this because no one is addressing this kind of stuff. I can't see any videos of Toxic Filipino Watcher. Why not try it to make a series on it? So I just like did it starting with the parenting because parenting is like really big. And I would admit that the parenting video is just like more more in like defending and attacking but more in defending. It's like I'm neutral in that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm not attacking like I'm not attacking fully.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then for the next episodes, like the next episode is like the crab mentality, which I I did attack on it. And then the third one is the pasulumbong is an attack. And then the fourth one is gonna be the episode four, which is Filipino family. I did mm-hmm. attack on that stuff when I'm still working on the script.
0: What do you mean attack Filipino family?
1: Just like um, to those people watching, I want them to realize that they are being toxic in that way. It's like I want them to feel like they will realize that, oh, I've been a toxic person. It's like well, after mm-hmm. watching this video.
0: I hope so. But you can bring the horse to the water, but you cannot force the horse to drink.
1: Yes, you're right. Like we can't force people to accept the message.
0: Mm-hmm. So who writes the scripts?
1: Me, <laughs> all of it. I did, I do all of it.
0: How long does it take you to write a script for a oh, video?
1: Because English is not my first language, it's pretty hard because it takes like let's say three to four days. Because in two days, I'm gonna finish the script. Like, it takes me an hour, eight hours to finish two pages of script because I wasn't sure. And then after the eight hours, I'm still not sure my flow. Does it make sense? Does it connect with this and this? And I asked my friends, those who are who are very smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> guys, can you check my script? Does it make sense? Does it go with the flow? And is it good? I asked them good. just to make sure because I don't want to like make a video that's going to mislead everything.
0: Of course, of course. And how long does it take to create a video? If everything's good, if the weather's good, everything flows, how long does it take?
1: I'm not worrying about the weather sometimes. I worry about the characters that's going to be in it. Because, you Mm -hmm. know, in Canada, work all the time, work, 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 people. Mm -hmm. So I got limited people that I'm going to ask, like, guys, are you guys available? And then then I'm just going to ask them. I just and then when, when are you guys available? So sometimes making videos like you take like a week. Because mm-hmm. for example, my script is done and then tomorrow I want to make the video, but I can't assure that my character is available tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I need to ask them. <clears throat> excuse me. Ask them if they what they're gonna be availability this week. So mm-hmm. that's what I do, and it takes a lot of time but if but I never tried it tried making videos that I'm relying on stock footage mm. i sometimes I use stock footage like other people' videos like if if I can't that uh, if I can get a certain video to a person, I just like look in the YouTube and then just like cut it and just like add in my video. oh okay, there's no copyright on that no mm. there's no copyright on it.
0: Okay. Speaking of actors, who's the actor that played your mom in the I Hate Your
1: Mom? Oh, that was a friend of mine, which is Tita LV. I love her. LV Kirsted. It's supposed to be my mom, but she's not really into that, like to be in a video. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the one who's taking video is like his son, Gabe Kirsted. It's supposed to be me, but Gabe Kirsted doesn't know. Like, Mm. I don't know. He's not really good at acting so far, let's say, because it takes a lot of time. So I gave him the camera and told him this, like the instructions and stuff.
0: Mm. Sometimes there's some shots that you have to be on camera and you're moving. Who
1: helps you with that? Oh, still Gabe. Either Gabe Kirsted or Jasmine. It's like, there's like two of them
0: helping. Are they content creators
1: too? No, just like helping me (laughs) (laughs) because they want to.
0: Mm, okay all right so we're getting there but i have a few questions to ask sure how do you think migration has changed you
1: oh migration has changed me um i think migration molded me so much it let me grow let me learn a lot of valuable lessons in my life let me gain a lot of opportunities and experiences. Especially the experience, experiencing of pain, disappointment, and failure. But I am not gonna be this person today, if I w- I if I didn't experience all of that. And I'm very proud of it. As you should. <laughs> yes, because when I was in Philippines, like being failure, is not really good. But here, I'm really proud that I'm keep failing and failing and failing. But failure is just like the the one will bring you to the top i really like it that's awesome
0: yeah failure is the best teacher yes Mm. without those you're nothing today wise words from a wise boy yeah so any advice or parting message for the listeners
1: oh well yeah i I prepared for that because i know (laughs) you're gonna ask so Like I always said in my videos, everyone, life is short and each of us only gets one life to live. So we have no reason not to follow our heart and find what we truly passionate about or like about. Like choose to believe in yourselves. Choose to believe in what's possible. So live the life that you always wanted. Be brave and courageous every day. Don't be afraid to face your tomorrow with courage. I think that's going to be all. I hope <laughs> I did say it right. It's
0: perfect. Again, Zeriel, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate
1: it. Thank you to Koya Aaron. It was pretty amazing experience for me. That's I really cool. like it. I'm glad. All right. Have a good night. You too as well. Can I say my ending word in my videos? Oh, yes, please do. Well. Everyone, thanks for listening for this podcast. May I love you, see you